folks, don't eat meat or dairy. It'll make <laughs> you sick. Sick as a dog. That's right, and we're here to help you on Vegan Radio. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, my friends. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Please help me. What? I'm in Studio 54 in Florence. Please help me. <laughs> Studio 54? <laughs> Isn't that that dance club? If there are 53 other studios around here, I'd like to find out where they are. I know. We could probably upgrade a little. Hey, next week on uh, Valley Free Radio, there's going to be a fundraiser. Yeah? So everyone get ready to give the station some money. It's a good idea. In the idea. meantime, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a fascinating show for you listeners. Or so we hope. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Lydia Chaudhry, who's in uh, Team Vegan Philly. Philly meaning uh, Philadelphia, for those of you <laughs> not in the know. I thought you meant a young female horse. <laughs> oh, really? I thought you meant a Philly cheesesteak. Vegan Philly cheesesteak. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there's all these athletes in Philadelphia that are going to be running a couple of marathons to raise money and awareness about uh, veganism. Raise money for sanctuaries. Awesome. Something like that. What else we've got? we got coming up. Um, what else we've got? What else we've got? What else <laughs> we've got? Yep, I can talk. What's the event happening in New York City in Central Park coming up? Well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me look that up for you <laughs> I'd, I'd love to tell we you We have myself, uh, Farm Sanctuary's Walk for Farm Animals Is happening next weekend um, The New York City Version of the event Is happening on uh, Sunday the 28th And we will be taking the vegan bus To New York City With Shaka Zoba, the Afrobeat Battalion Band on board And are we picking and, anybody uh, up? Well, you know, with Shaka Zoba there's like 25 people in the band so it doesn't leave much room there might be a little room if any of our listeners want to call in now <laughs> um, go to the veganbus.com and uh, send us a contact contact Derek Blink Goodwin and uh, tell us how much money it's worth to you <laughs> no um, so yeah and, and uh, there's info about the trip um other entertainment besides Shaka Zoba is going to be Princess Superstar, who is a famous DJ in New York City, apparently. Iron Man Brandon Brazier. All right. Who uh, I had been in negotiations with to get on vegan radio, so maybe we'll just interview him there. Um, Senator Liz Kruger. Mercy for Animals Director of Campaigns Freeman Wicklund. Farm Sanctuary Executive Director Jeff Lydon. And indie songstress Bess Rogers. Bess Rogers. Bess Rogers. Hmm. Bess Rogers. I don't right. know Bess Rogers. Yeah, I think I think the musicians are kind of like New York City faves. Mm-hmm. So we might not know them around here. But but it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So well, last, last time we now. took Shaka Zober to an event, um, uh, we took him on the vegan bus to a gig in um, Great Barrington, about an hour from here in the Berkshires, and it was a lot of fun. There was like a drum circle going on the whole way the people were playing on the oil tanks and <laughs> parts of the bus and drums and each other's heads and things it was pretty fun <laughs> oh musicians they're so kooky <laughs> we love them um, and then the weekend after that 
um, October 6th. Wait, let me check that date. That's the 3rd and the 4th, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Talk, say something. Go ahead. Talk, say something. Well, it is my birthday on October 7th. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. I think all of our listeners should know. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you should come to this event. Oh, I don't even see it on their website. Um, anyway, the Sunday, the following Sunday is uh, October something. It's October 3rd and 3rd, 4th, and 5th, I believe. 5th. I think it's the 5th. Okay. 4th um, and 5th. Karen Don, who we had on the show before, is having a book reading and signing and everything at Woodstock Farm Animal Sanctuary of her book, uh, Thanking the Monkey. You remember that one? Yes, I do. How can you? How can you forget Karen Don? She was quite a fun <coughs> guest. Very, yes. Very brash. <laughs> everyone, very brazen. Everyone remembers the first time they thanked their monkey. Um, so yeah, we're taking, we're actually, she's, um, chartering the vegan bus and we're going to go down to New York city to pick people up to bring them to Woodstock sanctuary to, is Karen Don going to be on the bus? I believe so. Get on the bus, Karen Don. Speaking in her, uh, British accent <laughs> or is Fantastic. it Australian? I'm not sure. So is there, and is there a fee for that to get on the bus and go down to the Woodstock farm sanctuary? Um, well, she's, she's just, um, paying us a fee and she's going to deal with all the passenger stuff. I see. So what if somebody, what if one of our listeners wanted to get on the bus for that event? Um, well, You'd there's probably like a thankingthemonkey.com website you could go to uh, uh, Karen Don and she also does a thing called Don Watch, which is an email list, but I believe there's a website for that too. So people could get in um, contact with her. And if you wait a couple of days, we'll have info on the vegan bus website as well. I just uh, confirmed that today, so this is a this is the first Fantastic. time anybody's heard of it. Wow! The vegan bus is really moving forward, Derek. Hopefully, hopefully it's, it's not exciting. breaking down somewhere. Moving <laughs> 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 forward, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not breaking down. Yes, you, usually it only moves forward when facing forward on a hill. <laughs> yeah, if it's going downhill, we're all set. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the vegan bus news, um, and then. Then uh, in the far future, November 1st, is um, the Boston Area Vegetarian Society Boston Food Fest. Oh, yeah. Coming up. That's a big one-day event. Yeah. Free. 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 With There's lots like of free food samples. and Close to 10,000 people go through there in one day. Yep. Awesome lectures. And the whole, the whole event is free. It's pretty. Free. 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 That's the key word here, guys. Free. 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 Yeah, and it's very easy to get to in Boston. It's like one exit off the highway. Do you believe in free will, Megan? Do I believe in free will? Sure I do, Derek. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe free will to bop you in the head. <laughs> the, latest, the latest science shows that we don't have free will, but we do have free won't. Yeah. That's true. Well, that backs up, uh, that backs up Zen. So what are you going to do? Hmm. Our, our, uh, our body reflexes begin before our... Yes, our, our conscious awareness, we can only be aware of things that have already happened. So, <laughs> but we can stop things in progress. Yes. That's what? our free won't. Yes, does I've, that, I've definitely Does that allow that. for reincarnation like if you, in that process? Like if somebody's making you very angry and you start to punch them, but your mind can say, don't do that, and stop your fist before it gets to their face. I see. Yes, that's a compassionate <laughs> message for well, today. <laughs> I know that you can do things like engender good habits, and then you know you gain a little more freedom. Uh, I think the idea is the more the more space you have, the, you know, 
So if you're not constrained Space by freedom. things pulling you this way and that, you gain a bit more freedom in terms of the kinds of choices you can make. So free will, it's a continuum. It's not a yes or no question. Thanks for the clarification, Scotty. Yeah, you know, that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> to philosophize <laughs> for y'all. So uh, speaking of jerk-offs, let's talk about Sarah Palin. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> mama. Tell me how that all fits. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah Palin. The vice presidential nominee um, for the Republican, for the Republican ticket. And with the 80-year-old... Uh, how old's McCain? 90. He's about eighty. He's seventy-nine, I think. Is he really? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Something like so he's. Oh my god! I could be wrong. Yeah, he's well preserved, is he not? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the Botox. He's pickled. <laughs> yes, he's he's uh, on dust door, and so Sarah Palin could be our president soon. She's and one heartbeat away from the presidency, and she is a enemy of animals. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I heard. What was that? little story um, something about the wolves you mean well the the main thing uh, in the news is her um supporting of the uh hunting of wolves in alaska she actually um proposed uh that helicopters to, well the, yes they're hunting them with helicopters in the winter and they have no nowhere to hide pretty oh. much and then um she's proposed a a uh, a reward for hunters that you know each hunter would get $125 for each left paw of a wolf left front paw so what's the problem are the wolves what's the problem are the wolves no what is the problem <laughs> why did why does she want the wolves dead the wolves are well, the killing wolves, other animals they're yeah, probably yeah. yeah i'm sure they're probably competing with humans killing livestock and mm. i mean if it had it would have to be related i would think to livestock cuz right. you know they're they're trying to you know, they're not really concerned about things like caribou populations and things like right. that. So it's uh, something something like that. Well, here's our, here's our list of the top ten uh, things about Sarah Palin that we, do, we don't <laughs> agree with. Scott, <laughs> Scott, I didn't even know we made up this list. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number one. I'll let you know if I agree. Here goes Derek. She's a lifetime NRA member and hunter, as is her husband. <gasps> She's a hunter herself? They own a commercial fishing business. Oh my god! She hunts moose, wears fur, ice fishes, and appears to own a bearskin rug. Uh, and as Captain Paul Watson says, uh, being a fisherman is the most evil job you can have. Apparently, right now. That's right. Because you have the, you know, you can cause uh, the collapse of the ecosystem all yep, by the, yourself. The oceans are ninety percent depleted already of fish. That's right. Um, number two. Yes. Her husband's favorite sport to participate in is dog sled racing. Oh my god. Ah. It's got something in common with Marla Beebe. Uh, yeah, well. Um, Dogs love it. Yeah, they just they just love it. <laughs> Number three, as governor, she supports the brutal aerial hunting of wolves, bears, and authorized $400,000 in state funds to oppose a ballot initiative ending aerial hunting. State voters have twice before voted to end such hunting. Number four, as governor, in order to increase wolf hunting, she offered hunters a bounty of $150 each for every left front foreleg of a wolf they could provide the state. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. We need some, like, like sound effects for each of these numbers. Oh, I don't know if that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a Megan laugh. 
In a region west of Anchorage, she authorized the killing of up to 70% of all bears, 1,400 oh bears, including mothers and cubs. <sighs> wow. Number Again, six. God, competition with real, humans. Really after the animals. Number six. It gets worse. It's for capitalism. Don't. Don't, Don't knock it. Don't she knock sued it. the federal government to keep polar bears from being listed as an endangered species. Oh, my God. Yes, yes she, she did. She sued the Bush-Cheney administration. So she uh, doesn't like Bush. No, she does. <laughs> I don't know what she likes. <laughs> she likes killing. <laughs> she she likes supports blood. Number blood. seven. <laughs> Bloodthirsty. Oh number seven. She supports and promotes the brutal idiotrad dog sled races. Oh, I think it's pronounced pronounced Iditarod. No, it's Idiotrod. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Idiothon. Um, number eight. She Just opposed checking. the closing of an unprofitable state-run dairy and authorized $600,000 in state funds to keep it open. Number nine. Okay. Speaking radio. She supports drilling in the Alaska National Wildlife R- Refuge. An extremely sensitive region where millions of animals could be harmed or killed. Now, she supports that as a last resort or just in just for the fun of it? Um, she supports it. Okay. I don't know, Scott. You're supposed to be on top of the news. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, it's a rhetorical question, really. <laughs> and last but not least, number 10. It is publicly stated that global warming is a farce. Oh, God. She's one of those people. She's one of those crazy loons. She's a crazy loon. (laughs) (laughs) And is not caused by humans, even though her state and the animals in it suffer some of the most dramatic consequences. Now, she's a governor. She has to say a lot of this stuff as a way to sort of back up her, the people who are backing her up. Yeah. (laughs) The more voters learn about Sarah Palin, the less there is to like. As Alaska governor, Sarah Palin actively promotes the brutal and unethical aerial hunting of wolves and other wildlife. Using a low-flying plane, they kill in winter when there is no way to escape. Riddled with gunshots, biting at their backs in agony, they die a brutal death. And Palin even encouraged the cruelty by proposing a $150 bounty for the severed foreleg of each killed wolf, and then introduced a bill to make the killing easier. Do we really want a vice president who champions such savagery? Defenders of Wildlife Action Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. If you, if you don't remember, uh, just a couple weeks ago, I uh, don't know if we mentioned this, but uh, a UN climate expert, once again, uh, has uh, said that the world must eat less red meat to help the environment. So there's been a bit of controversy about that because, you know, it's because con- veganism is controversial. <laughs> uh, Mexico. Uh the meat exports to the U.S. from Mexico have been suspended by the USDA. We're actually suspending something coming into us? Yes. That's a new one. That's right. They're <laughs> checking conditions at Mexico's plants uh, to make sure they comply with United States sanitary regulations. Uh, I'm mean, sorry, sanitary <laughs> <laughs> regulations, uh, U.S. officials and Mexican meat producers said. Uh, and uh, while they're implementing the corrective action that they identified, uh, 
they're actually self-suspending, and they're going to stop shipping all the meat. Huh. So they're just making sure uh, that they're at least up to our standards. Also our standards. That's right. We have awful standards. Um, there was, in China, apparently some tainted milk had an additive put in it that would try to fool the testers into thinking it had more protein oh, content. tainted milk. That it had more protein content? <clears throat> yeah, they added uh, a, a substance, which is uh, banned, but oh, uh, three babies have died and thousands are hospitalized uh, due to uh, Very strange. malnutrition, kidney stones, and acute renal failure. Well, it usually takes milk a couple extra years to kill people. Yes, well, in this case, uh, the stuff they added... Um, which uh, it's got a great name, melamine. Uh, it has nitrogen, uh, or it, it causes the ni- nitrogen signature to go up. And so standard tests for protein in bulk food ingredients measure nitrogen level. And, uh, oh, no. And, uh, yeah, as a result of this. So <laughs> these two, two people have been arrested, and they could face death if convicted. Oh, my God. Yeah, they don't, they don't screw around in China. Crazy. Or are they just going to give them more milk? Um, <laughs> All right, let's, let's see if our guest is here. All right. Lydia Chowdhury. From Team Hi, Vegan I'm Philly. sorry, I'm having trouble hearing you. It's your voices are faint. Well, <laughs> that's the least of our problems here. At okay. <laughs> Lydia, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, I can. <laughs> okay, but we'll relay all questions through Megan. <laughs> okay. So, Lydia, could you tell us about uh, Team Vegan Philly? Yeah, Team Vegan Philly is a group of vegan athletes ranging from beginning runners to seasoned marathoners who are all participating in two upcoming races in Philadelphia to raise money for vegan outreach efforts throughout the greater Philadelphia area. And we also hope to um, raise awareness that a vegan diet is not only great for animals' lives, it's great for human lives, too. It makes You can be a lean, healthy, athletic vegan. Do you guys have cool vegan T-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important question. <laughs> Said a no. <laughs> <laughs> we will be, sorry, I couldn't hear Megan just then. We will be having Team Vegan Philly T-shirts. Yes, that's 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 what I was questioning. Yeah. And when is the uh, run taking place? Well, or? there's two. This first one is the Philly ING Distance Race, which is a half marathon on this coming Sunday, September 21st. And then there's the Philly Marathon on November 23rd, which is, includes a marathon, a half marathon, and an 8K. And I'm running the half marathon in... Both of those, so I'm looking forward to both races. So how, and how long have you been a vegan for? Oh, uh, wow, it's been about, it didn't happen overnight, but I would say at this point it's been about 12 years. Oh, awesome. wow. That's almost the same as us. I'm sorry? That's the same as us. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I started later than you guys. I didn't become a vegetarian until I was 30, and then it just, everything kind of started happening after that. Your whole life changed. <laughs> my whole my whole life did change, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And how do you want to tell tell our listeners, um, like how how it's been to be an athlete on a vegan diet, and and because I it's very important for people to understand that um, that you can excel being an athlete when you're vegan. Again, the protein, as I'm sure all of you guys know, is probably most of us get too much more protein than we need. Yeah. I mean, I, I wind up eating a lot of carbs, like really good carbs. That's what I fuel up on. And given that I run as much as I do, that's very easy for me to like go through a lot of that kind of stuff. Right. I also, I'm lucky. I, went, I attended um, a plant-based culinary school in, in uh, New York, 
Nice. So I cook a lot. I used to give uh, vegan cooking lessons, and I'm very much into the whole foods thing. I spend a good deal of my time every day doing whole food prep. And um, proteins, the least of my concerns. I would say that the important thing is to make sure that your carbohydrates are there if you're a vegan athlete and you're getting them from whole food sources. Right. So the carbs, where do you get your carbs? Where do I get my carbs? Um, I mix it up an awful lot. I mean, brown rice is probably my standard, but uh, millet, quinoa, teff, you name it. I'm sort of fortunate. I am married to a Pakistani, and that has opened up my culinary world so much. Yeah. Because their lentil selection in Indian and Pakistani cuisine is amazing. Oh, awesome. Americans don't even realize how many fantastic different kind of legumes there are from that part of the world and all the different ways you can prepare them and eat them. So that's, that's a really big part of my diet as well. I'm looking at the uh, page here with all your runners. Yep. And it looks like there's some pretty interesting characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're from all over the place. Um, I don't even know all of them necessarily because we're, this effort is being coordinated by two different groups. One of them is the Humane League of Philadelphia, and the other one is CARE, which stands for Compassion for Animals, Respect for the Environment. Uh, and that's what I am a part of. I'm on the board of that group. Um, but we are joining together for this. And I should mention that the money that we are raising for this is all of it's going f towards veg outreach, and that's going to include leafleting, um, veg starter kit stands. The Humane League of Philadelphia currently has uh, more than 20 free veg starter kit distribution stands located in various spots throughout Philadelphia. And those have been a big hit. Um, we have a site called vegpa.net, which is a great source for learning where you can go to eat vegan in the Philadelphia area. Uh, we have vegetarian and vegan social events for networking. So we do a lot of things. Do you know Darius Fulmer? Um, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I know who he is. I have not met him in person. I will, I'm hoping to meet him uh, this coming weekend, the night before our first race. He's got a pretty cool picture on here. He's yes. The vegan tattoo All my on his back. friends have been asking about him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you don't get the wrong impression because I asked for him. But. <laughs> um, another guy in here, Chris Price, vegan mixed martial arts fighter. Yeah, yeah. Well, another more proof that you can be again healthy, athletic, vegan diet. It works. A well-planned vegan diet is just fabulous. So he's the uh, third mixed martial arts fighter that's vegan that I know of. Yeah, there's a few of them. And there's that Mac Danzig, who's like actually right. one of the top ones. Anyone on here that you do know that you want to talk uh, about? Nick or? Cooney. Um, if you scroll down, Nick Cooney should be there. And he uh, was one of the founders of the Humane League of Philadelphia, and he's the current director. And he has been a tremendous and inspiring force in helping animals in the Philadelphia area. Fantastic. With humane education, vegan outreach, um, a no foie gras campaign. He's done, he's done a lot of things. And was this, this was your brainchild? You got this idea together? Well, yeah, but you know what? I, I was, I, what made me think of it is vegan outreach had a similar and very successful program about a year ago in San Diego. They had a lot of vegan outreach people participate in runs in San Diego, and it raised a lot of money. And I thought it would be really cool to do it here. It would dispel myths about what you can do athletically when you're being a vegan. And it would just combine two passions of mine, animal rights and running. Fantastic. So your, um, <clears throat> your nonprofit that you are sponsoring is Hugs for Puppies? <laughs> 
Is that well, true? Hunt for Puppies is the former name of the Humane League of Philadelphia. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard I've heard about this Hugs for Puppies. It's kind of like a group that, you know, it's easy for people to to identify with. You know, everyone yeah, yeah. everyone wants to hug a puppy. <laughs> so if you if you go out saying, uh, <laughs> "Hi, would you like to help sponsor Hugs for Puppies?" You know. You're gonna well, go. sponsoring the Humane League of Philadelphia right now is essentially the same as yeah, sponsoring Hugs for Puppies. It, it, it actually was a great name, and I think uh, it's just evolving as a group. And in terms of engaging more people, the name was changed. <laughs> well, that's too bad. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you like the name. I, I do. I like, love the name, too. I, yeah, I remember somebody telling us a story about Hugs for Puppies, and it just sounded like a really great idea. Um, would you like to talk a little about your, um, time, what you do with the freelance vegan recipe development and cooking instruction? Oh, yeah. Um, that I've been working on, it's funny. I, uh, I had a free, I had some freelance work for a while where I was trying to develop the ultimate healthy veggie burger. Um, and this was tough. It was meant to be made without any, no added fats. Um, no tempeh, no tofu, no seitan. It was kind of a tough call for me, but it was a great learning experience. Um, I get uh, I get jobs like that periodically. Um, did you Did you come up with that? Sometimes they don't. The did it work out? Thing that I've learned from that, though, is that I think it's it's most important to remember that any diet, even a vegan diet, can be if it's not well planned. Sometimes it's not optimal. Um, so for that reason alone, I think it's important to emphasize the ethical aspects of a vegan diet a bit over the health aspects. If you get my drift. We do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that, uh, you know, the, the health reasons are, are usually not strong enough to keep people vegan uh, for the that's rest of I their mean. life. Yeah, they are, you know, so that's why I'm dedicated to trying to help people be vegan in the in the most optimal way because that'll make them stay vegan. I'm also dedicated to sort of helping people learn how to cook again. I think cooking is kind of a lost art. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's just a great basic everyday tool. It should be a priority in your life. Yeah, usually, usually going vegan involves learning how to prepare food to some <laughs> extent. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, maybe not as much now as it did 12 years ago, but back then times were tough and really had to learn how to make some food or you're going to be eating uh, some bland stuff. But these days, you can go out to most restaurants and get good vegan meals. But I don't know about most restaurants. Well, but most restaurants. Depending on where you are. <laughs> yeah, I know. Depending on where you are. I mean, uh, Philly's definitely got yeah, some Yeah, that's a good places. segue. Could you you want to talk about some of your favorite places to eat in Philadelphia? Um, sure. We Philadelphia's pretty good for vegans. Um on the high end, we've got Horizons. I don't know if any that's of you where I want to go. Yeah, I've been there once. Yeah, that's a really nice place. But we also have a lot of more casual places like Govindas, um, some Asian-inspired vegan restaurants, and again, I'll just put another plug for it. If you go to if people go to vegpa.net, um, that website makes eating vegetarian, vegan, and vegetarian food in Pennsylvania much easier because it's comprehensive. And it has listings of over 300 veg-friendly restaurants, grocery stores, bakeries, bars, caterers. Um, so Philadelphia's pretty good. 
But again, I, I cook so much at home that I don't rely on restaurants nearly as much as I used to when I was younger, which is actually nice. Yeah. Well, that way you're going to make sure you get yeah. your, like like you said, you you do whole foods preparation, so you're going to, it's going to be a lot less processed. Do you, <coughs> do you, um, is there a place you can get a good vegan Philly cheesesteak? Um, let's see. There is a place, I think it's called... Gianna's, where I think you can get both, both vegan cheesesteaks and vegan... Yeah, there's some, there's some conjecture about that's, that place. Uh, that's off of South Street in Philadelphia. I've heard, I've heard a, a couple stories about Gianna's. <laughs> a couple, uh, ba- a couple bad stories. Oh, no. <gasps> Sacrilege. Yeah, well, I heard that they're, at one point they were kind of touting their vegan cheese, saying that it was vegan, but then... Found, it had in it, yes. Yeah, and then I found out that, that it, it wasn't... It's been since then, but... I can't vouch for that in all honesty. Gotcha. Um, yeah, we can't be disparaging food on, <laughs> on the radio here. <laughs> Unless it's made out of meat or dairy. Then we can disparage. Gotcha. Um, so, how about um, the Kingdom of Vegetarians? Is Kingdom of Vegetarians is all vegan, and that's good. Uh, Singapore Restaurant is all vegan. And uh, there's even a place... Technically, I don't live in Philadelphia. I'm about 45 minutes outside of it in Westchester, PA. But just a few minutes from me is a place called Sue Tao Cafe in the small town of Malvern, PA, and it's 100% vegan. Wow. You guys have quite a selection. You'd be surprised at where an all-vegan restaurant can be a success and stay in business. Are you anywhere near the uh, vegan treats? Mm, Like 45 minutes. Yeah, that's in Bethlehem. I've, I've had their stuff many times. It's fantastic. Does that help you run faster? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might slow her down a little yeah. bit. If you're running towards them, it's faster. If you're running away, it's a little slower. <laughs> Some weird law of physics. <laughs> so what would you, is there anything you'd want to tell um, some of our non-vegan listeners? Any, any important points? Do we have non-vegan listeners? Oh, I'm sure we do. Yes. Well, I bet you do. I, I hope you do. It's all about uh, reaching out, right? Um, that's yeah, right. We have universal I'll appeal. I'll say what I say to a lot of my friends here in, in Westchester. It's really basic stuff. Caring about animal suffering does not imply that you don't care about humans. And even if any of your listeners choose not to sponsor me as a runner for Team Vegan Philly, you can always do a world of good for animals and the environment and people by choosing to eat uh, no animal products or at the very least fewer animal products. I don't want to drive people away from the cause if they think they have to do it overnight. Um, you can take steps, and that's what I'm all about in my neighborhood. I live in a very typical middle-class suburban neighborhood, and every time I go to a friend's potluck or backyard cookout, it's a chance for me to introduce them to new kinds of food that they can do that will taste good to them. It's outreach. I don't want to ever be a prisoner of my own ethics, a prisoner of my own knowledge. I want to reach out to other people and bring them in. So that's, that's what I have to say. I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got about 10 more minutes on your soapbox. No, <laughs> I think that's great, and, that, and that's always what I'm promoting, too, is that, um, yeah, you have to make people understand that vegan food tastes, not only does it taste good, but it tastes fantastic, and that they don't have to feel like they're missing out on things, and... 
It can be decadent and satisfying and filling. And if you're a good cook and you can do outreach in that way by always bringing a vegan dish, it's, that's fantastic outreach and education. No, exactly. And since all my friends um, have known me for years and known for that, I've, that I'm a vegan, they actually, I think it's forced some of my friends to expand their cooking repertoire. Yeah. Because when they know I'm coming, they, I never specifically call them up and demand to have a vegan dish, but they have me in mind. And they start looking. They go on the Internet. They look on, you know, VegWeb, or they even look up stuff on Epicurious.com, and they'll find something vegan to make for me. And that's very gratifying. I mean... I'm glad that they think of me, and I'm glad that they're expanding their own cooking to right. include that. Exactly. My biggest challenge, I think, is men. Um, I, <laughs> Mine, too. Mine, too. They, they claim they don't feel satisfied when they try to eat vegan. And I also, uh, most of the women in my neighborhood my age have kids, and they are very daunted at the idea of trying to make more vegetarian slash vegan meals for their family that their kids will eat. So if you guys actually have any suggestions, because I'm really trying to help all the, the mothers in my neighborhood do that more often. Uh, well, I mean, I probably I would assume that you would tell them the same thing, but it's like I would start out not necessarily with the focus in that situation, making sure that it's like, whole foods unprocessed i would veer a little bit more like making things that they're familiar with like tacos but right. but you know but then using like the tempeh or some of like the soy protein concentrate and just so it's a familiar taste and it's got familiar spices and things like that and then you know then when they would start to feel comfortable after that then introduce you know some more like whole unprocessed foods but that but kind of like you know giving them like a little bit of a transition and that that's why i think the the faux meats like have a place, um, you know, in the vegan world, like as kind of transition pieces. Yeah, I'm, I'm partial to the tofu pup casserole myself. <laughs> tofu <laughs> pup casserole. Oh my lord! <laughs> well, <laughs> as long as you're having fun with it. Is that something real? <laughs> it will be. It will be, my friend. Oh, man. So, but I mean, in, you know, with the with like tempeh tacos, you can you it can still be somewhat wholesome, but tasty and familiar so something yes, that's kind yeah, of like a, a strange new world exactly know? something that's kind of like a compromise like something in the middle um yeah that's that's kind of what i would say and then of course if you if you're a good vegan baker you can always um you know tempt people that way too if if uh you give some of your friends just awesome vegan cookie recipes or something it's not gonna that's you know how can you how can you deny that yeah. <laughs> How can you deny veganism when it comes down to that? Well, if you got some, if you have some good recipes, it's like that's you know every kid likes chocolate chip cookies and brownies and things How about like that. Fruit and fruit. There you go. Of course. Well, mix a mixture. Yeah, a mixture. My, my feeling about the baked goods is that uh, you know it's good for people who have this idea and you want to get them to to sort of like get realize that this you know vegan thing doesn't have to be terrible. But I think for young kids, you really have to appeal to their taste and um apparently i don't know there's all kinds of ways you can appeal to that certainly there are plenty of foods that taste good you can make guacamole and that's healthy and good and and a little fatty and and uh you know there's lots of fun foods that are definitely are not made of anything like meat like and i just say start with things that are uh, yeah a little more familiar 
and then work, you know, and then maybe introduce the quinoa later on. (laughs) (laughs) Quinoa? Yes, exactly. Well, there you have it. Yep. Many advice from Vegan Radio. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're here. And if they don't eat it, spank them. No, just kidding. All right. Um. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that works. Hey, it worked for me. So, (laughs) you got any other questions, kids? I don't know. Is Lydia still there? I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still straining to hear all of you guys, but I am am absolutely here. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do about this uh, technological difficulties here. (laughs) It's all right. I'm just grateful that I got to be on your show, and I do listen to your podcast regularly on my runs. (laughs) Nice. I hope you haven't run out of them yet. (laughs) We're a little behind at getting them up. That's okay. I under- I'm sure there are a lot of work and time. So. There's, there's going to be like three coming in a row pretty pretty soon here. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to start including more workout music in our show, I think. Yeah. Lydia, do you have, um, since you've taken classes in whole food vegan preparation, um, do you just come up with a lot of your own things, or do you have a favorite cookbook that you use? Do I have a favorite recipe, did you say? or uh, Recipe or cookbook? Do you use cookbooks or do you improvise? Wow, I have so many cookbooks. It's sick. Um, (laughs) Sounds like me. I I like, uh, of course, I like all of Isachandra Moskowitz's cookbooks. Those are great. Um, But there's also a few unsung heroes. Um, There's one called The Voluptuous Vegan. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I think I met her. But it's more elaborate. Um, but a lot of the times, I just I do like to. Once you get a lot of the basics down, I just like to kind of fool around. And it's a cliche, but I'll get what is in season. I'll go to the farmers market, and this is you know this is a great time of year right now here in Pennsylvania. There's just a ton of stuff still throughout the month of September. You just come home with corn, eggplants, tomatoes, whatever. And we have a few things. We grow stuff in our backyard as well. Um, I guess I do lean towards, because of who I'm married to, I lean towards Indian slash Pakistani preparations, which is those simple dolls. Nice. Did I, you? Just, I want people to not feel intimidated by cooking the way I used to be a long time ago. Right. I mean, well, what can, what, the worst, worst comes to worst, okay, you really can't eat it, but otherwise, it's, you've got nothing to lose, so, except maybe a little bit of time. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's fun to experiment, really. Yes. Yeah. I've discovered the use of uh, vinegar in cooking, which I probably never would have without mm. uh, getting into veganism, and that's fascinating. Vinegar with greens. It's there a good combination. Go. Exactly. Vinegar and baking powder. Soda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make little volcanoes and stuff. Derek's been making too many scones. <laughs> <laughs> so how, do, you, do you like Sarah Kramer? Have you ever used her cookbooks? Sarah Kramer, yes. Actually, um how it all began was a cookbook that got me really back into cooking again because it's very inviting. Yeah. Well, I think she's got a new book coming out pretty soon. Uh, yeah, v- I've heard. I've heard. I'm excited about that. I, yeah. have, I have all of her stuff. Her recipes are very, they're easy. They're, they seem kind of just like you can just kind of whip them together, throw them together, whip it up. I think Issa's recipes are pretty good. Easy too, right? Yeah. I think, this, I think how it all began are really basic though. Yeah. Uh, for listeners who don't know, Issa, how do you say her name? Issa <laughs> Chandra Moskowitz. Yeah, her her books are uh, Vegan with a Vengeance and Vegan Cupcakes Take Over the World and the Veganomicon. Veganomicon. And soon 
the atomic book of vegan explosions. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be written by Scott. <laughs> but I think Sarah Kramer is about to make a big comeback with her new book. Cool. Vegan a go go. Vegan a go go. We got to get her back on the show. Oh my, she's definitely got a theme. Yeah, <laughs> but we have a restaurant up here called Tofu a go go. So maybe we called could what? Tofu a go go. <laughs> so maybe somehow we can tie in the. The uh, two for an event. <laughs> Just thinking out loud, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know how that works. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lydia. <laughs> no, don't apologize. I'm just again. I it's, your voices kind of come in and out, so I'm I'm struggling to hear, but uh, no problem. You're gonna have to listen to us streaming live next time. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the phone's acting funny today, um, and we don't know why. <laughs> There's ghosts in the machine. So, Lydia, do you have any parting words for us? Anything um, about Team Vegan? Said, if you're interested in Team Vegan Philly, go to www.teamveganphilly.com and uh, see if it's a cause that you could feel good about supporting. And anybody that lives in or near the Philadelphia area, if you want to be a runner, we're still looking for more vegan runners because at this point there is still time to train for an 8K or even a half marathon on November 23rd. Wow. Um, you know, if anybody wants to join, they should go to the website and get in touch with us because there's still time to train for one of those. There really is. An 8K is just a hair under five miles. Yeah, it's nothing. That's miles. it? It's very doable, especially if you've already been, like, a casual runner. Yeah, so I can run 50 yards. People that want to give or people that want to run to see the website and uh, remember that we're raising funds for educational, constructive uh, vegan outreach efforts. Excellent. Awesome. Well, good luck. We'll be rooting for you. And, uh, well, thank you. Yeah, think of me this Sunday when I'm uh, doing my first half. <laughs> yeah, make sure you uh, keep uh, keep us posted on how you do. and. Okay, I'll do that. How the team does, and uh, we'll, we'll update our listeners. All right, thanks a lot. Yep. Thanks, Lydia. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. All right, I'll there be saying was. a prayer for her. There we go. Um, right, we can turn off this annoying phone now. You think so? You think it's going to stop doing that? You're wrong. <laughs> Next week, I'm coming in it's here early like and taking got, the speaker out. It's got it's got things on hold. Okay, there we go. It had another line on hold. That was all. It probably it had, had her had, on hold. It had her on hold, and then it had her again. And then she was on hold. There was a dial tone on hold. I don't know what was going on, but <laughs> we're still here. We are. And uh, we've survived the another technically <laughs> <laughs> difficult. What is it? Belly it's free it's radio. like the vegan bus always has problems. The vegan radio always has technical problems. Well, right now there's just a, a rash of technical problems that have been you think there's plaguing like some us. Some kind of um, um, meteor shower, some some kind of weird like astrological event that's like affecting us. Um, I think so. There actually was some kind of weird energy, something to do with the moon the other night. Really? I was told. I know on Friday night I was like all wound up. I I didn't know what it was. <laughs> And it was the moon? And it was that I had had three mocha no, cappuccinos. No coffee, no coffee. <laughs> wow. It was a natural high. Could the, was it the fundraiser? <laughs> and then, oh yeah, so, so and then Saturday we had Rocky and the Cavemen. Rocky? <laughs> Rocky. She, <laughs> now yes. listen here, I asked Rocky. Oh, really? And she said she likes it both ways. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me too. Yep, and so, and so. That's, I wouldn't know. So we're going <laughs> to see each other again sometime and. No, she <laughs> <each other>. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Actually, the, she wants to she wants to tour on the vegan bus next year. Really? Yeah, like we could go to festivals 
Rocky and the Cavemen could play and we could set up a little vegan outreach and cool. make some uh, blender smoothies and do all kinds of fun stuff. That would be really, really great. And then uh, ride around with Rocky. Oh, here it is. There's a period of low sunspot activity right now. Oh, there you go. That's what it is. Lowest, it in, is. lowest in like 30 years. Okay. So we had... So the sun's cooling while the earth <laughs> is warming? No, no. It has little to do with cooling. <laughs> oh, man. Just, uh, just waves. I still understand all this science. Lots of electrical waves and things. Electromagnetism. It's just my job five days a week. Cosmic rays. Um, yeah. I'm a rocket man. <laughs> <laughs> This sucks. A rocket man. What if I am a rocket man? A rocket man. Will my people come back for me? I'm waiting. <laughs> Hello, boys. Can you still hear me? So the event that um, we put on with Rocky and the cavemen, that was like... It was the, a smashing success. That was like the biggest... Uh, there's probably like baddest. 150 people the there. Biggest, baddest fundraiser we've had yet, right for the vegan bus. Yep. Yeah, it was a, it was a great event. I was and I was so pleased to see uh, so many people turning out to see Rocky. Yeah, it was like Rocky, 100 people. I'm never going to get this right now. <laughs> I know, Rocky, you poisoned Rocky. me. <laughs> Derek, you have poisoned me you? again. I uh, think Rocky is better. And then the and then the performance itself was uh, was really cool. I, I very much enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, they're Having they're amazing. They're like tuned into the spiritual dimension of the universe yeah they're they're breathing <laughs> along with the music you know they're like they're like just projecting love into the room man yeah and Leron, his name is he concocted some special concocted? some special kind of drum where he put like a bass on a doom back is that is that what's going um, on he had a he had a floor he had a doom back on the ground with a bass pedal right and then another uh what, what was it like a um Oh yes, well, you mean a tambourine? Tambourine with a, some kind. another pedal or something? Yeah, he had it, he had his feet getting involved. So he could play he could play guitar and drums at the same time, and then Rocky could play drums or the um, Comanche. Yeah, which sounds amazing. Just just incredible. If you ever have a chance, have, ever have a chance to see him. <laughs> <laughs> um, then bleep 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 bleep. Yes. Listeners, I have to take Derek over in the corner for a second. <laughs> yeah. We have to rewire we'll have him none a little of that bit tonight. <laughs> so we'd like to remind you: <clears throat> you're listening to WXOJLP Northampton 103.3 FM, or perhaps you're listening to our podcast, which is available through veganradio.com. And okay. up next, Scene Red with Tony Udell. The one, the only. Did you get the oodles of Udell when you were a small boy joke? Actually, <laughs> it's okay. Derek's got a mispronunciation problem. That's right. I Dell, you Dell, we all Dell for you Dell. <laughs> oh, listeners, you've wasted another perfectly good Thursday 45 night. minutes. I know you wish that you were those auto guys, Derek, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever you do, don't drive like Derek. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do, don't audio, auto officiate. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Listeners, please forgive us. <laughs> wow. All right, we're going to hand over the controls. <laughs> Thank the goddess. <laughs> Go vegan. Thanks, thanks, everybody. We love you all. At least I do. I don't know about these guys. Get him off the air now. Thank you.